welcome to the Extraordinary Moms Podcast. I'm Jessica Dahlquist, your host, and every week I interview a different mom who shares their motherhood journey and the lessons that they've learned along the way. If I've learned anything from interviewing such a wide range of moms, it's that no two moms parent in the same way. We should celebrate that and learn from one another. Thank you so much for tuning into the podcast today, and if you like what you hear, please share the show with a friend. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 326 of the podcast. It's Thanksgiving week. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. I know that depending upon where you are across the country and across the world, there's, you know, differing restrictions and uh, just different situations. And I just hope however your Thanksgiving looks this year, that it is special, it is memorable, and it is focused around the joy and the blessings that are right in front of you. Uh, We were going to gather with my immediate family, just my parents and brother's family. So just be, you know, three families. But um, we decided, you know, it's not worth (laughs) over a turkey dinner gathering at this time with numbers going up in California. And we had traveled to Arizona for a soccer tournament over the weekend. And despite, you know, being careful and masking and sanitizing and everything, it's just to us, not worth that risk. And so we're going to get together another time and it's going to be great. And in the meantime, we get to really focus in on our little, little family. What are the foods that we really want to have? What are the traditions that we want to do? And I'm actually really excited about it and it's going to be really special. And though I will definitely miss gathering with more extended family as is typical uh, for us every year, it is what it is, and there is still so much to be grateful for, and there's no reason to to linger on, you know, the sadness or, or negativity that comes from being frustrated with what's going on in the world, because I can't change a darn thing, <laughs> even though that would be super nice. I'm just holding out that Christmas can offer a little bit of relief and hope. I mean, I don't know what's going to change in a month, but <sighs> what a world, what a world, guys. I did want to talk today about gratitude, and um, I've seen some incredible posts this week about gratitude and the healing power of gratitude, and people just posting every single day about what they're grateful for, and then it also surprised me that I've seen some people comment with a little bit of pushback about how Either it seems performative to be posting and boasting what you're thankful for when so many people are going without or are struggling or things like that. And then also people feeling like, well, you know, I don't have any of those things. And so then there's, you know, jealousy or comparison or, you know, people that are already suffering with different challenging circumstances kind of being confronted with other people's blessings and and gratitude feel really abrasive to them and really that thought had not even occurred to me when I too was you know jumping in and wanting to share what I'm grateful for and so I'm glad that that thought is in my mind that you know there are people hurting that could take these things the wrong way at the same time today I want to talk about my own personal gratitude and I'm going to focus on things that are beautiful parts of life that maybe are not your typical 
gratitude answers like family and friends and a job and health and things like that because you know those are definitely things that a lot of people struggle with and would give anything to remedy but those things are out of their control right but there are ways to be grateful for even the most challenging of times and that is what i want to talk to you about today but first, I did want to thank a show sponsor, and it is Little Spoon. And actually, Little Spoon was a sponsor several months ago, and I was talking about their amazing baby food that was, you know, homemade and amazing and has their own little individual spoons. So if you're somebody that, you know, would love to make your baby's baby food, but maybe that just feels overwhelming to you, Little Spoon's perfect answer. After all, what a child eats in their first years of life is critical to their healthy development. Little Spoon's baby food is always made in small batches, so you're basically getting super high quality homemade food, and it uses over 100 USDA certified organic ingredients in a rotating menu of flavors and textures. And when I got the box last time, I was so impressed. The packaging, the quality, everything, and I gave it to my neighbor who is a police officer to use for their baby since we didn't have a baby at the time. So when Little Spoon reached back out and wanted to send more product, I said, you don't need to do that because I don't have a baby. And they said, oh, we also offer small plates now, which are reheatable meals that you're able to freeze even and then reheat for your kids up to age eight. And they're healthy and nutritious and they sneak in vegetables. And that's what they sent me this time. And I cannot tell you how much I'm in love with all the Little Spoon products. My kids were eating things you don't normally eat and it looks like a TV dinner. And they were all down with that. And the best part of Little Spoon is that everything ships directly to your door and doesn't break the bank. It's $3 or less per meal. So no more worrying about what's in your baby's food or even now your big kid's food. Let Little Spoon take one thing off your very big parenting to-do list and cover mealtime with their fresh organic blends. Get $15 off your first three orders at littlespoon.com slash try slash EEP. littlespoon.com slash try slash EEP. Thanks again for sponsoring the show, Little Spoon. So as I've been seeing people posting about gratitude, the posts that have stuck out the most to me have been the ones where I know these people have their challenges. These families are struggling. I'm seeing posts from people like Oakley Peterson, who's a guest on the show in the past. She lost a baby pretty far along in her pregnancy in this past year, and that loss really rocked their family and my heart goes out to them. And she posted in the last few days about how grateful they are that they had the opportunity to even know this baby and carry this baby. And it really helped to bond their family and to appreciate one another. What a beautiful way to look at such a tremendous loss. I look at people like Tia, Tia B. Stokes, she is suffering from cancer right now. She's about to go through a bone marrow transplant and we are praying for you and cheering you on, Tia. And a few weeks ago, maybe a month now, she had cancer. She's in the hospital. She got COVID. She had pneumonia and her organs were shutting down. And even still, even still, she had a smile that could light up a room. And she had so much to fight for at home. And she had every reason to be down. She had every reason to complain. She was in so much pain. There was so much uncertainty. And she did not waste a minute of her energy on that type of negativity or attitude. 
She was dancing when she was could. She was smiling when she could. She was appreciative to her nurses. She fought and fought and fought. And she came back. And to see her now, the strength that she has going into this bone marrow transplant, it just blows my mind. And I would say that for somebody like Tia who you know, could be that person that could see all these healthy families doing normal things and doing, you know, appreciative for their good health. She could be the one that could have every right to compare and to be down on her own circumstances. But she doesn't. She focuses in on what she can control and that is her attitude and her gratefulness for this day. I've seen incredible posts from people that have lost other family members. And again, it's just been a clarifying experience that even though the loss has been so devastating, it's really helped them to be more present and intentional with the way that they continue to go on living. I see people that are struggling with virtual school. And I know a lot of you listening are in that camp. And believe me, we have those days too. And... This virtual school opportunity has given us a tremendous chance to connect more with our kids' education, to connect more with them in in general. I love that I know what my kids are learning about. I love that I'm helping them work through some of, you know, their new content and their new, um, you know, subjects. And it's just been so fascinating to me to be more involved in their education when before I took a way more passive role. And I'm a former teacher, You would think I would have been really invested, but I kind of defaulted to like letting the public schools handle it. And now I'm so much more invested in understanding of what they're learning right now so that when we're doing our day-to-day life, I can connect in. Hey, Austin, we're driving through the desert. You just did a whole mini report on the desert. Tell me about these plants. Tell me about, you know, low rainfall and how they adapt in, in these environments, the animals and the plants. And I mean, it might seem silly, but... I am so grateful for the opportunities that virtual school has brought, even with its challenges. And in addition, virtual school has allowed my kids to develop skills of independence and organization that they never would have been forced to adapt to had we just continued on in our same way. Do I hope that schools will go back to some version of normal? You better believe it. Yes, I'm raising my hand. Yes, yes, yes. Get our kids back in school. And we're doing great for today. And while we're on the topic of this, I did want to thank our second show sponsor, and that is Homeschool Magnet. I talked about it last week, but I wanted to make sure you're aware of all your schooling options so that if you're struggling or your child is struggling, you know you don't just have to default to the one or two options that are available to you. Parents who homeschool or want to homeschool are often overwhelmed by the amount of work they think it will take, and that is why I think Homeschool Magnet is perfect for parents like you. It supports homeschooling families by providing students with instruction from world-class credentialed teachers in a remote classroom with their peers. Parents choose the best teachers for their student based upon their values, teaching approach, and to ensure every child is receiving exactly the education they desire. The parents in full control and you are taken out of the equation in terms of being responsible for lesson planning, pre-learning, teaching, tutoring, and grading. Doesn't that sound better? (laughs) Right. So you get that customized approach, but a lot of that is taken off your plate. 
there's other online schools that exist, Homeschool Magnet is unique because they have a robust online learning environment where each student works from a real physical learning materials guided by video instruction from their teachers. It's kind of like a remote college learning environment and it could be the perfect situation for your child if they're struggling with what they're currently doing. So with Homeschool Magnet, you get the freedom and control of homeschooling without the burden and they want to charge you only a fraction of the cost of private schools and there's a 30-day money-back guarantee upon enrollment. So the choice is risk-free. To learn more about Homeschool Magnet's student experience, go to homeschoolmagnet.com and join the growing waitlist. And make sure that you choose the drop-down um, where it says Extraordinary Moms Podcast is where you've heard about it because I want them to know that you are a listener. All right, another thing that I've talked about on the show before is my own anxiety. And typically when we see posts online about anxiety or when people talk to us about their personal struggles with anxiety, it is definitely framed in a more negative way. Like it is detrimental to our life a lot of times. It keeps us from living happy, carefree lives. It inhibits us from doing some things. And and I'm no different in the way I communicate about it a lot of the time. And would it surprise you to say that I am also grateful for my anxiety? Would it surprise you to say that I'm grateful to be on medication for anxiety? You know, there's a lot of people who hop online and have different mental health challenges and they wish so bad they could be rid of them. And believe me, there are people suffering way more than I am and it impacts way more of their life than my anxiety does for me. But I will say that I am so thankful for the proactivity and the ability I've had to resources that have really helped me to manage my anxiety. And while my especially anxious days are can be really treacherous, actually, um, and really stressful, I'm also really grateful to be aware that I have anxiety, to call it what it is, to realize it's not a defect, a character defect or something that I'm doing wrong. It is simply something that is a misfiring in my brain. And as I'm able to call it what it is, this is anxiety. I'm feeling anxious thoughts. Even when it progresses to the point of sometimes panic attacks or things like that, to be able to call it what it is and realize that I'm not just crazy, right? Or I'm not just defective. To say this is anxiety, this is not me, this is the anxiety, and call it what it is. And to have medicine that treats those misfirings and those chemical imbalances to help level me out so that I can be more effective and even recognize in a more clear-headed way what I'm experiencing when I'm experiencing them. <sighs> what a relief. What a relief that is. And I was listening to an interview the other day with somebody who was talking about how um, depression and anxiety, they too kind of viewed it as like a negative thing, but then they just thought like these types of, of issues that we face when we are willing to be self-aware about them, it just really heightens our awareness. And when we can live in a very present state of mind, be really mindful about the thoughts we're thinking, the feelings we're feeling, 
the more we're able to respond to them in a healthy, constructive way versus just passively living and being swept kind of by the waves of emotion or chemicals, you know, swirling around in a in a haphazard way in our brain, right? And so to have anxiety at all helps me to be more aware of how I'm living, to be more aware of the triggers. Um, I was explaining to somebody the other day how on my heightened anxiety days, it just feels like there's a lot of tabs open in my mind, like an internet browser. I have so many tabs open in my mind. And I love living a really full, robust life where I get to be involved in a lot of things. But when I have too many tabs with open-ended type tasks or questions or things like that lingering, that's when I start to feel myself getting worked up. And that's when I know I need to kind of adjust something. And when we're able to recognize I have anxiety, but this is what I can do to help minimize those days or those anxious thoughts or feelings that are getting me to spiral. And so if I can organize my days where I'm only going to focus on, you know, three of the six major buckets of my life in a single day, then I'm setting myself up for success. And, you know, those types of of things that I've been able to do proactively, I never would have done it if I didn't have anxiety. And I probably just would have lived in a more frazzled, spread thin kind of way. And so for that, yeah, guys, I am thankful for my anxiety and for my medication that helps me to continue to manage it and be successful in my life. I wanted to thank also another show sponsor, and that is Vistaprint. And this holiday, Vistaprint is all about helping you create one-off gifts that are so personal, they could never be re-gifted. I love creating personal gifts for my family members because so many times we think, you know, our mom or our dad or our brother or our husband, they, like, they have everything they need. But when you can create custom, personalized gifts, whether it's pictures, whether it's a special quote, whatever it is, and create that item for them, It shows so much meaning behind the gift that we're giving them and so much thought. And it's not even that hard. We don't have to tell them that part though. (laughs) Vistaprint specializes in unregiftable gifts. Gifts that are so unique and personal. You wouldn't dream of passing them on. And you feel so loved that somebody took that time to create it for you. Everything from custom mugs, canvas prints, photo books, wall calendars. And wall calendars are something I do for my family every single year. These are such thoughtful gifts that you can get to work on today for vistaprint.com. And they're ready ahead of time. And you're not stressing about what to give that hard shop for person in your life. So go to vistaprint.com slash EEP to get started on your unregiftable gift. The holidays are coming up. Don't miss your chance to get an unregiftable gift for somebody that you love. Get started today at vistaprint.com slash EEP. This has been such an awesome opportunity for me to sit and really think about the things that I'm grateful for, especially the things that I don't often see as you know, typical things on my gratitude list or in my gratitude journal, but things where it has really added something to my life. You know, losses, medical struggles, mental health struggles, 
Perhaps job loss has been a part of your family's story. Perhaps struggling to pay the bills. These are all really, really hard things and there's plenty of negative associated with them. But I challenge you this holiday season to reframe your thinking. What has a job change or job loss offered you that wouldn't have been available to you otherwise if you'd kept going at that same job and had that same schedule? What has changing your child's schooling looked like for you? And despite any of the negatives associated with them, which I also acknowledge obviously, what are the positives that have come from that? And I think so much of being an extraordinary mom is modeling for our kids, not just how to be happy, how to find joy, how to be grateful for the things when they're going super well, but to also get through the hard times with a grateful heart. It is so, 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 so healing, isn't it? To have gratitude every single day. And I was talking to my kids um, about something involving their faith the other day. And I said, well, why do you think that it's important to have faith as kids? Because, you know, sometimes these concepts of faith and eternal life and Jesus Christ, I mean, the magnitude of scripture is, is, is huge. And so to start that from a young age might seem like a, a waste of time to some people or it might seem like it's too big of a concept and it's you know maybe better introduced later but I asked them why do you think that we as a family prioritize that to teach you guys young and to take you to church and to read our scriptures and to learn about Jesus Christ early why do we do that and they just said well it makes our life so much easier and it helps us to be so much more grateful and to have so much more peace 2020 has been anything but peaceful in the world. According to the world standards, 2020 might just be the worst year ever for for most of us, definitely in our lifetimes. But I mean, it it rivals a lot of really awful years in in our history. Think about all the natural disasters, obviously the pandemic, Think about, um, you know, the economy and elections. And I mean, it's just, it's been a mess. The divisiveness in our country, the cultural separations, the racism, it feels so heavy. And it feels like the world is really unraveling. Can I tell you one sentiment that has not been felt in our house? Hopelessness. There's not been one day where we have felt hopeless because of our faith, because of our choice to feel gratitude throughout it all. And while we may continue to pray that things change, while we may wish that things were different, while we may have down days and down moments, while we may complain sometimes, still we know that there is hope. And we know how grateful we are, even in the midst of challenging circumstances. And I'm grateful to my friends online and in person and my family who continue to have that same attitude that don't just acknowledge the surface level things that they're grateful for, but they really dig deep and see how the most challenging of circumstances or trials have shaped their lives in ways that they can say they are truly, truly grateful.
And I hope that if you are in a funk right now, I don't blame you. I don't blame you. This is a challenging time. And I hope that after listening to this episode, you too will dig deep to think even if all you feel like you can list out this year are crummy things that have happened to you or to your family. I want you to look for the lessons, the learning, the healing. Find the gratitude and model for your kids how we get through hard things because that is a gift that we'll keep on giving. Thank you so much for tuning into this podcast today. If you don't already follow me on Instagram, you can do that at Jessica Dahlquist 3 or on Facebook at Extraordinary Moms Podcast. I don't really do anything over there, let's be honest. <laughs> but everything's linked at ExtraordinaryMomsPodcast.com as well. And you can dig back into the archives there. And then did you also know there's a search bar on my website? So if there's a topic you want to listen in on, whether it's special needs, adoption, foster care, um, authors, uh, health, fitness, loss, whatever it is, you can type in that and the episodes are categorized by those different topics and it can help you to kind of weed through the hundreds of episodes that exist for Extraordinary Moms podcast. So happy Thanksgiving, everybody. I hope you have a special, memorable, gratitude-filled day. And we'll see you next week for another episode with another Extraordinary Mom.